But if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? You'd come over and you'd stay the night. How are you, man? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Dave. How's your day? Doing all right. Well, that's an interesting question nowadays, isn't it? Because that's pretty fluid. It, you know what? It, 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 it could be one of those Groundhog Day questions. How are your days? Right. It's pretty Did, much the same as Was yes. today different than any other day? Was no. there anything unique about it whatsoever? No. no none whatsoever. Um, what about you? It was the kind of morning where you forget to put your phone on Do Not Disturb for the interview. So then uh, <laughs> you'd think after six months, I'd learn how to do this stuff. That's a really um, smart idea. Yeah, hit the little moon thingy. Got it. Good call. <laughs> moon thing hit. Right. Um, That's no, it was, it was feature on the phone, by the way, the Do Not Disturb. It's the greatest it's a, it's feature. A, it's a good one. I, I leave it on and then feel like I have such a peaceful life and then um, arrive to a world that isn't so peaceful when I realize <laughs> I've left it on. All the anxiety of everybody trying to get a hold of you. Um, but yeah, today you're talking about that, like it's like a Groundhog's Day type vibe. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a, a couple songs coming out in the next two weeks. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a fun challenge, like being creative uh, from this space. But uh, I have a really amazing team of people around me who I love making shit with. And everyone is just like... Everyone, I think, creatively is just so desperate to like get their hands into something. So sure. it's been it's been so much fun just getting to work with my friends again and make videos and you know do photo shoots and figure out ways to do it safely. And then I honestly think like you know that old cliche that like the uh, that limitations breed creativity. Mm. Hmm. And I think I'm at the point through all of this that you know I'm just taking it as a built-in limitation and seeing what creativity can come from it. Sure. Or maybe you've just watched everything on Netflix and now you're just dying for it. You know what? That's probably it. Like what I just said is the pretentious version of yeah. I ran out of British Bake Show. This is there the are version no of more seasons of British Bake Show. <laughs> I desperately want more. <laughs> I miss Mary Berry. Wow. So yeah, now I have to make now I have to make songs and music videos because I ran out of baking shows. That's funny. You know what's interesting though is you live in LA, right? Or you're you're in LA? Are you yeah. at home right now? Yes. Okay, cool. Can I ask like what, cause I'm in Studio City, like what part of like LA are you in? We're neighbors. I'm in the Valley too. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. No. You know what's weird about driving around right now is it's, it feels like everything's open. So you kind of have this little struggle with, am, am I really missing out on anything right now? What am I, what's different every day now as opposed to like usual? And I can't figure out what that, that is for me. I mean, personally, my life has changed dramatically in the last seven months regardless of COVID. Mm. So COVID feels like, you know, it feels like the detail of my life changing that I get to share with everybody else, but it isn't the biggest change in my life. That's for sure. sure. So you're not like a, a guy who pretty much locks himself in the house and spends a lot of time alone all day anyway. Oh no, no. I'm locked in the house with my girlfriend. Right. But I mean, on a, on a normal every day, like this is kind of how I live anyway. I go to the station in Burbank. I come home <laughs> And go, all right, here I am. So, yeah, it's kind of the same, but... I mean, I, one of my favorite parts of my job is getting to travel, is getting to meet people in different countries, getting, you know, touring is just, it's such a fantasy land. Like, I really cannot believe that I arrived at a career where I get to make music and travel and I'm still doing my job. Like, you know, in, in February, March, I was on tour in Europe. And, like, 
I, it was shocking to me on a daily basis that I was not doing something that was escaping my life, that I was actually doing what I was supposed to be doing. You did a little guilt, a little bit of, uh, I feel bad for getting paid for this. Uh, I do not. <laughs> I, of all of the things I feel guilty for, and there are certainly lots of them, that was not one of them. <laughs> oh God, let's not start that list. Yeah, no, we, this interview could go in a weird direction. Let's not open that up. Um, so what, what did you do? Like, what's your day like then? What's your everyday like? Are you up early? Are you waking up to an alarm like today? Did you, how did you wake up today? What did, what did you do today so far? So today I woke up early. I, had, I jumped on a bunch of calls about these songs that are coming out. I, I exercised. How, now what's it's, your exercise? Like, what, are you, what are you doing for that? It's, I picked things up. I put things down. I pulled things. I pushed things. I jumped up. There was all kinds of weird things going on. It, it almost like is hard for me to shape the words I exercised because I'm so not used to saying it. Um, I've had a lot of different routines over the last seven months. I think one of the opportunities that this lifestyle has allotted all of us is um, not having the excuses we usually have to make changes. Sure. It's like, so, so all of those different routines, like, you know, I totally would be a morning person if I didn't always have to stay up late for my job. And now I don't have to stay up late for my job. So it's like, right. well, I may, might as well try to be a morning person. We have a guest in our interview right now. Sam, oh, say hi. Who's the guest? Sure. There's got to be an animal. Otherwise, it's weird. Oof. Oh, hi, say hi. What's say up, hi. buddy? Yeah, not me. No, not me. Say hi. Who's this? This is Sam. Oh. Is this going to There's, There's two of them. They're like both. They're both oh. trying to. They need fed. They need to like, walk. Or who are you? Why are you talking at this weird device? Give us treats. Take us for walks. Bro, he's talking to himself again at the computer. It's weird. <laughs> the dogs must think we're absolutely insane. <laughs> uh, for you, like, not to get too detailed or, or too pry too much, but on your workouts, are you like looking at videos on, on things and, and copying what they do? Or do you actually have like a, a something laid out or a trainer coming over? I've been doing it with a buddy of mine from Arizona. Oh. So we FaceTime and do shit together. Oh, cool. Okay. By the way, are we, are people going to hear this or see it or, or uh, both? both? Yeah. Cool. Both. Very so cool. You're getting it all. We're going to get the nice decor you got in the back. Is that a real plant Lovely. you got back there? It is a, it is a real, uh, I'm going to call it a banana plant. And if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will tell me on the internet. <laughs> is this uh, you do all your own decor? Are you into that kind of stuff? My girlfriend is definitely in charge of the, uh, of the decor. She's way better at it than I am. Got it. A lot of uh, yeah. HGTV property brothers that she's watching for. <laughs> We've, uh, we haven't watched too many like housing shows. It's more about the cooking shows. I'm, I'm a little obsessed. Oh, and Shark Tank. I have like, Shut I am up. on a regular basis ordering products that I see on Shark Tank. Yes. Shark Tank. Oh my God. Before you know it, it's been 10 hours because you're just going episode to episode. I'm obsessed with that show as well. But my thing is after the episode, I'll pause it and look up these companies that walked in kind of arrogantly and then just mm -hmm. to see if they're still around. Do you ever kind of- Oh, that? all the time. I do research while I'm watching sometimes <laughs> to see like what the net worth of the companies that are yes. because I'm watching reruns from like 2015. But um, the other day I was watching a Shark Tank episode while have, eating two snacks I had purchased from Shark Tank episodes. It's like max dork. Like I've, I have gotten to peak, peak Shark Tank dork with investment. What a great show, though. I'm like you. I'm watching old episodes like that as well, and it's just one we, after another. We just started watching Undercover Boss, too. I haven't seen that one. I cannot watch it without crying at the end. I have yet to see an episode of Undercover Boss that has not made me cry. They have, they have figured out the formula to our emotions. 
Okay. Look up Undercover. What's that on Netflix? HBO Max? Undercover Boss. I think we watched it on Hulu. Okay. I haven't seen that one. But yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it's I mean, watch it if you're if you're trying to take an emotional risk. Okay. I'm alone here, so I can do that. No one's no, I, I I I truly cannot watch it without bawling at the end. No one's around to see me have that uh, breakdown. Are you like drinking coffee in the morning? What's your what's your get up uh, drink of choice? My get up drink of choice is is coffee or these yerba mates, which I've gotten really into. Oh yeah, yeah. When I was uh, when I first when I first started making music as an artist, um, my production partner Ryan Marone, I would show up to the studio every day with these two gaiaki like yerba mate teas. And it's the one with the weird like straw coming out the top, or I don't even know what it's called. No, they just come in a can. They're called like yerba mate. Okay. They like sell them at like most grocery stores now. Yeah. Super caffeinated teas. And I would always show up to the studio with two of them as like my price of admission to the studio. Oh, you know, here, caffeinate yourself. And we joke, this is like four or five years ago, we joke, like, someday we're going to get sponsored by like Guayaki, this, this yerba mate company. And it finally happened. <laughs> it finally happened. I have cases of this stuff oh at my God. studio now. It was one of the first sponsorships I got. And it's honestly the coolest one. Just <laughs> stacked up. That is great score it's like that unintentional endorsement exactly um, it's a it's a it's always special when it's the personal ones yeah yeah what about like are you doing any kind of diy around the house or even cleaning out the closet a little bit stuff that you've put off for forever and just kind of go you know what i better do this mm, i did organize my closet i threw it a, well i donated a bunch of clothes we did like a we did a whole day of of putting clothes together for goodwill oh it was goodwill okay i was gonna ask where you donate because that's the struggle of, of that's where I kind of have a hard time is figuring out, I might want to make sure these things get used and don't end up in a warehouse somewhere. So I never know where to take it. Yeah, no, it was, it was like the mass cleanout Cause you know, spending this much time at home, you really get an understanding of what you do and don't wear. Sure. And yeah. right now what I do and don't wear is I do wear everything that's a sweatshirt and sweatpants and I don't wear everything that has buttons and zippers. Except for right now, I got dressed up for you. Yeah, you did. Look at you. You're making me feel bad. Cause I'm in, I'm in a sweatshirt. I got sweats on. And a Pharrell yeah. hat. I mean, this is as cool as I get for the day. I mean, you look great. Well, you're a good poker face, straight up liar. And I appreciate <laughs> that. I've got to, I don't have the clear webcam like you have, but it's, it's all good. It's, it's just an iPhone. Um, also, oh, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, Sam has been here for the whole interview. I think he like, I think he wants his moment to shine. Bring him on. He's an attention hunt. Sam, here, we're going to lower the camera so like you can look right at him. Sam? He, Sam's, Sam's like, dude, I got to poop. Sam, tell him about your, tell him about your daily routine. Tell him. So tell Sam, him. Where's your, what, what's your favorite thing to chew on around the house? Would you say bone or ball? Ball? Microphone? Usually ball, microphone. Well, I'm going to be so covered in his hair when we get done with this interview. It's like these pants will no longer be black. Sam, go find dad's Neumann microphone and chew that thing up. It's only a couple of <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go get the guitars. What about, um, are you doing any like shopping online? Was, as if you bought anything that's just stupid, just ridiculous? Because of these, there's like <laughs> crazy sales right now and Amazon is so convenient. Have I bought anything stupid? I mean, I bought every dried mango brand I could find and then reviewed them on my Instagram stories. <laughs> Did you? That was pretty stupid. <laughs> that's it's, it, it was a... It was a tie between the uh, the Trader Joe's brand and the Philippines brand. Okay. Those are my favorite dried mangoes. 
Philippines brand for the sweetened dried mangoes, and then the Trader Joe's brand for the unsweetened dried mangoes. Oh, that's too good. Really, my like my dork flag has been flown high in quarantine. I've leaned into everything that's made me a super nerd. You know what? That's the greatest thing I think we're getting out of this is that transparency and vulnerability that we're getting from everybody, including, you know, stars, people who we look up to and stuff and just seeing, wow, that dude is the same as me. And that what's the dorkiest thing you've learned about yourself? Oh, um, wow. That's a good question. The dorkiest thing that I can think of. Well, the dorkiest thing that I do lately is I've been going through Instagram and going through and saving pictures of people's hair because I want to change my hair up a little bit. So now I have a massive amount of pictures of David Beckham, Zac Efron, Rob Lowe. So if anybody looks through my phone now at my photos, they're going to be like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, David Beckham has beautiful hair. When I was putting together like, you know, one of the things I've also been doing, you're changing your hair. I've been like thinking about wearing different things. Yeah. And my, my fashion icon is uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay. So my camera roll is just full of Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> just so much of them. That's funny. Yeah, I've got folders, hair, outfits, all these things. <laughs> so that's my nerdy thing. And then after all that, I get up, put a hat on and sweat. So it's like, okay, well, when can I actually start this transformation? When is that official? That's why, that's why you got you to take the moment for the, uh, the Zoom interviews. I guess. Next time. Next time. Yeah, you got to rock the Beckham hair. Throw yeah. on the button up. You know what I did do is um, I, I did trim the side. I got some clippers from Target, some of those wall clippers, and I went for the sides mm-hmm. and the back. And it was pretty easy, surprisingly. Do you trim your own? Because you got a nice fade going as well. So we, uh, Julie and I, um, I think I can talk about this now because we announced it this morning. We're doing a performance at the VMAs. Yeah. Um, and we, so when we shot through the VMAs, everyone on set had to be tested before they had those instant tests. So we got tested and then we walked on the set. So I got to get my hair cut by oh, a professional. Great. How did that so this feel? Is, this is the leftovers of, of the, the professional haircut. That looks good. It felt great. I didn't recognize myself. <laughs> <laughs> was it just like it was struggling? I was before? like, who is this non-scruffy human looking back at me? Yeah, yeah. How is Julia, by the way? She's, uh, she used to come around our building quite a bit. Um, I mean, she's wonderful. She's a, a beautiful, glowing angel, as always. She, yeah. just, just as she is every day, I'm yes, sure. Isn't she? I mean, she, she truly isn't. I'm, I, don't know, I don't know how she manages to be so spectacular so regularly. Last time I saw her was she was in our iHeart building in Burbank after hours getting a tattoo. Oh, she got one with JoJo, right? Yeah, yeah. So I did too. We all did. There was like five of us there. And there was a special Wait, moment. no, wait. Did you get, the, did you get a matching tattoo? Um, I, we didn't get a matching tattoo, but we apparently have one. No uh, way. Yeah, we have. I have, I have a bunch of different ones. The one I have says, um, I don't know if you can't really see this, but it says, I am, and it's a line. And I think yeah, Julia has that tattoo on her she, neck. Yes, that's right. That's what she has. So I got this th- that day and then found out later that she has it. I was like, what the hell? So that's kind of cool. That's crazy. There's actually, I have a few friends who have the same tattoos as Julia. Like Julia has this flower on her leg and yeah. my, buddy, my buddy Ricky has the same tattoo on his neck. That is Like the exact just, same flower. We're just copying each other. That's all we're doing now. I think, I think I only befriend people who have similar tattoos. I think right. it's like... But it's one of my new rules. It's a requirement. So yeah, that was a, that was a couple of years ago. And that was also a very, very important day 
for uh, me, thanks to Julia. She's very important in my life because she gave me my very first hot Cheeto. And Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been downhill ever since. Yeah. I mean, I, my, I have the spice tolerance of, um, I have, a, I have a, a bad, I have a poor spice tolerance. That's the same as me. Um, and that's why it's a problem. They taste uh, good, but they cause an issue. And that's, that's where it's like, ah. Uh, I can't do it. She's like, although we have been talking about being hot Cheetos and Takis for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, Takis are good as well. Yeah. She's the Taki. I'm the hot Cheeto. Um, so you've got a couple of songs. I was looking through the streaming thing. Which one are you all about right now? Because the one I saw on the iHeart app was Hey Stupid, I Love You. Is that one that you're so, not pushing right? Because I was looking through on, on and you, you've got the other song, of course, uh, Hold It Together. So I'm, I'm, again, they don't tell me what I do and what I am, am and I'm not supposed to say on these interviews. So I'm just, I'm going to tell you how I really feel. Great. The, I have a song coming out in a few days called, uh, I haven't announced this at all. So the first person I'm telling about this, I, I, I have a song coming out in a few days called A Little Bit Yours. And it's, yeah. I think my, it's one of my favorite songs I've ever done. Um, so I, I imagine you will hear that very shortly. It's, um, it's, it's an emotional gut punch, but it's honest and that's all I'm ever trying to be in my music. Whereas Hey Stupid, I Love You, um, which I put out a couple months ago, is much more, it's me being a silly dork with someone I love. Yeah, slightly um, aggressive. It's like, well, um, it's like, here, something I've learned about, um, something I've learned about when someone doubts your love for them, it's much easier to just give them love than to convince them they don't need more love. Mm trying to talk someone out of needing more love from you is um, usually uh, pointless. Um, and also, if you love somebody, you might as well just give them more of it if they want it. So that's what that song's about. And it's, it's been really fun because I, I think, you know, especially as someone who's done a lot of songs that are very much who I am at three in the morning, sitting at my piano, feeling nostalgic and grueling and emotional. It was fun to do a song that was a little bit more lighthearted. We actually have another version of that coming out on on um on thursday we're doing a spanglish version of it oh cool okay um, which I, like I love i think the track itself is so cool because it's when you listen to it it kind of plays tricks on your ears because there's so many uh like snare drums and then drum hits and all these things that are reversed and it's you know or usually it'd be like a hit with a fade with the echo out but you've got you were it and you've got the echo in with the hit and then stop kind of all these little pieces of production that it's there's a lot going on, but it's so cool. It's like ear candy in a way, and it's not to sound cheesy, but just with those different effects on it. Well, thank you. Um, it, I mean, OG Bolter produced it. They're super talented, and it, it was a fun one. Um, in the new version, it's it's with these artists, Maui Ricky, who I love. Same Ricky from the tattoo. Oh. Um, and uh, we, like, switched up the beat a little bit. And I did a Spanish version of If the World Was Ending as well with their sister. Sam is literally knocking over the camera. <laughs> He's like, like, why aren't you letting me... Um, we'll be done in two seconds, Sam. Then you can poop. We did a Spanish version of If the World Is Ending with Ava uh, Luna Montaner, which I loved doing. So we're doing another Spanish version of Hey Stupid and then going into A Little Bit Yours and going into the album at the end of the year. And it's getting to a place where it's feeling close to done, um, which is a crazy thing for me to think about because, you know, I've been working on my first album my whole life. Right. Um, oh, God, yeah. You know, we put out an EP in February called Hold It Together, which felt like you know, the beginnings of, of what, you know, my music feels like in a body of work, but this is really going to be trying to paint a picture of, of 
what it feels like to be me across the board. And I'm, I'm so excited for that to exist. Are, are you the kind of guy that like when that comes out and being your first, you know, your first thing, are you ever going to be totally happy with it? Like, or afterwards, are you going, ah, man, I should have done this or should have done that and not able to actually enjoy it? Um, no, I mean, I think like perfectionism is an impossibility as an artist. I think it's just, you know, what to me, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, I'm trying to achieve two things. I'm trying to achieve, does that song feel like the emotion it was written about? When I listen to that song, does it give me the same feeling that the part of my life gave me that I wrote it from? Mm. And then does it make this, do I like it? Like it's really just listening to myself. And, and if I listen to it and I love it um, and I listen to it and it feels sincere, then, then I can leave it at that. Well, it seems like whatever the hell you do, man, your fans love it. You have some pretty diehard fans. I do. They, they are all about you and they keep asking more questions. All right, like, we love this song. Well, okay, when's the next one? It's like you Wait, can't make enough for them, right? I mean, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, they've made me feel a lot less alone during uh, the last six months, especially like not being able to tour. Like my first headline tours would have been over the last six months, mm -hmm. um, which I can't wait to do. But honestly, uh, it's, I felt incredibly supported and I really think they have my back. We refer to each other as the home team. Oh, okay. Which I love because it's like, it's just always what I call my friends. Like, hey, home team. And I, I, I was doing it with my fans and they were like, is that our name? Are we the home team? And I was like, yeah, you are. Oh, You're the home team now. That's cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, they're amazing. Hey, uh, how's this... Just to wrap it up about the VMA stuff like that. Um, you're you're going to do if the world was ending, of course. Well, how is that yeah. working? Do you know with, with the way they're doing the VMAs? I think everyone's filming their own performances. Okay. Everyone had like COVID safe sets where they filmed their own thing. So you've already filmed it? We did, yeah. Where'd you do that? Uh, we did it in Los Angeles. Okay. Probably like super close to you. We did it at the CBS lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On Radford. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay. In Studio City, yeah. That's going to be fun to see. Yeah, I wasn't sure how they're going to do it. I, I know that they were talks about having stages set up all around New York. Um, obviously, this is a much better way to go instead of hopping on a plane and traveling and going. Yeah, we, we did not go to New York. I, I don't want to get, <laughs> I feel like I've just, I haven't done an interview in a sec. So I'm just like talking to you like, uh, talking to you like we're kicking it in my living room because it feels Good. like we are kicking it in my living room and just, but so I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say about that performance, but. Um, well, it's possible that this video part might not go up until after Sunday anyway. So don't. Okay. Well, it's got a New York vibe yeah. and it's, um, we shot it in LA, but it looks like New York. And, you know, we never, Julie and I never expected for this song to have the kind of relevance that it took on in the last six months. You know, we wrote it July of last year, came out in October. And I feel like this VMA performance is just a celebration of how, you know, how the song speaks to putting love first mm. in a time of catastrophe. And yeah, yeah, it's either, either very good timing or terrible timing in a, in a way on this, isn't it? It was, it was definitely a conflicting experience. Sure. Um, you know, it's the first song of mine that's gotten as much attention as it has. It's the first song of mine that's like been played on the radio. Thank you for playing it on the radio. It means Every the world five minutes. To me. You're eating I remember, on just how many times we're playing it. I remember the first time it was played on my FM. I remember, I remember getting told like it got added to my FM. And it was like, it was one of the first, I think you were the first like big station in LA to play it. Great. Um, which was... 
extraordinarily exciting because, you know, I moved to LA when I was 19 years old. So like, you know, I was listening to 104.3, like in, like, that was my, like, please tell me I didn't get that wrong. No, that you're made, right, man. Okay. That was, uh, that was like in my 1990 Chrysler LeBaron that I bought for night for like $200 when I was 19 years old, first moving to Los Angeles and like the dial was broken on the tuner. So like once I got it to a station, I couldn't really change it. So I just kind of left it on 104.3 and it was there. So, uh, when I was told that it was getting added to the station, it was going to start being played. Like it was definitely a moment for me. Wow. That is such a cool story. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah and, we- uh, but yes, you're right. It's been like, it's been a weird experience just how the song has resonated. Cause like we really, we, we had no idea. We wrote it about a hypothetical catastrophe. We had like no concept of the kind of relevance it would take on. So um, I think we've tried our best to really make sure that we, we lean into, you know, the heart of that song. And, you know, we, we did this uh, benefit with a bunch of our friends for Doctors Without Borders mm. where you know, Julia, myself, Sam Smith, Alessia Cara, Niall Horan, Kesha, Jason Derulo, um, Maui Ricky, Camilo Evelunella, a bunch of different artists from around the world, um, a K-pop group called The Rose. Um, we did a version of If the World Was Ending, and at the end of the video, had someone from Doctors Without Borders, a friend of mine named Crystal, speak about their projects around the world, and how Doctors Without Borders is respond- responding to the COVID crisis, and then used the video to raise money. I think we've raised, the video has raised like over 40 grand now. Um, and that's like been one of my favorite parts of, of this, the journey of this song. Good, man. Well, it's, it's an awesome song and I can, I can feel in it. Like you said, the push and pull of it, um, because it's easy for me to say for easy for people to listen to and go, Oh, this is obviously about what's going on now, but it's, it's, it's not, it's deeper than that. And you listen to the song without thinking about what's happening right now. You have to kind of do both. I mean, do you, do you remember the earthquake last summer? Um, Around the 4th of July? You know, it's, remember the earthquake is such a tough question in LA because we have, you know. A, it was a big one last, last year, July 4th, there was a big earthquake. I really don't remember that. Is that weird? I mean, no, it was, uh, that was the one that specifically inspired this song. I was driving during the earthquake. Julia was at a, Julia was at a Shawn Mendes concert. <laughs> wow. No, it's, isn't that weird that I don't remember that? I feel terrible that I don't remember that. That's okay. I remember the one that we had a couple weeks ago. but uh, That one was pretty significant, too. That Every time there's an earthquake, people tweet at me. I get people tweet at me like, did you feel it? Yeah, that's what Twitter's for, to go because, on there and confirm that there was an earthquake. Yeah, because like my lyric in that song is like, um, yeah. I didn't feel it when the earthquake happened. So did people, people, did you feel it this time, JP? You're smart ass fans, man. That's awesome. I, I love it. They're, they really, they really know how to hold me accountable for it. <laughs> and I, I feel, I, I trust myself more because of that. That's awesome. Uh, before you bounce, what's the release date that we're gonna get that new song? September second. What is it? September second. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Just a couple weeks in, a week or so. Just where we're super close. Look at that's gonna be cool, man. I'm looking forward to playing that. I, I can't wait for you to hear it. I, I'd love to. I'd love to send it over to you so you can hear it before. Uh, before it comes out if you want skip it over man um well dude i'll let you go your dogs crave your attention they need you yeah it's okay he's been getting attention we've been we've been multitasking loving on the dog talking to you it really just feels like we're hanging out in my living room 
Yeah, man. Totally. Well, I'll let you go on about your day, though. I don't want to keep you all up in it. No, I appreciate your time. Thank you for playing the song. Thank you for supporting me. Thanks for supporting Julia. It means the world to us. It certainly means the world to me. And I, I can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah. Come on. Come on by when things get normal. But every time you when you need anything, man, please reach out and, and let us know. So uh, we're, we are we're home team as well. So I appreciate that so much, man. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. All right, JP. Thanks for taking it. Have a beautiful night. See you.